Hello and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Ed Sylvester. This is... Samuel Bradley. How you doing? I'm doing well. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of Dungeons and Dragons. Right, so... This week... Well, no, first up, you know what, I was going to do a long and over-the-top reason why you should go and have a look at our social, Sam. But I'm just going to be direct. I'm going to come out, I'm going to be a straight shooter, like mm-hmm. some sort of uh, podcasting cowboy, straight from the hip, straight down the iron sights. Sammy boy, where mm-hmm. should people, when they're not listening, when people aren't listening to the podcast, where should they be looking around the interwebs to find out more stuff from us? Brilliant. Three points. First of all, shooting from the hip isn't actually more accurate than shooting down the site. Second point, did you almost say Loch Ness Monster just then? Third point, you can find all our content at startset.co.uk. You can get all the shows there. You can even support the show by visiting our store. We have the digital map of the People's Republic of Aquilibrium from World Building Wonders. Oh, no, Making a Metropolis. There we go. That's and the one. we also have the <laughs> we also have the starter set manual of homebrew heroes, which you can pick up for yourselves and use in your own game. And let us know because we always like hearing about that. We are starter set podcast on Instagram and starter set show on Twitter and on Facebook. And give us a shout out, leave us a review, and we'll more than likely read it out. There you go, Ed, from the hip or down the site, however you want to do it, as long as the Loch Ness monster is not involved. Well, I mean, there is a conspiracy theory about the Loch Ness Monster. No, uh, was on the grassy... No. Yeah, Loch Ness Monster was on the grassy knoll shooting from the hip. That's that's how that all came together. You're welcome. Right. Actually, that is a good point. So, just a little bit off the back end of that, we're looking to do some uh, live streaming points uh, through the podcast in the future. So, you mm-hmm. will obviously have to follow us on, what, on the plethora of platforms that Sam's just said to... Uh, catch us live, live, where I take off my brassiere. <laughs> did you expect that, Sam? Because I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect it or enjoy the thought of it. <laughs> what are we doing this weekend? Uh, we are doing another creature features. But as we do when we come to the end of an arc, an era, a time and space continuum. Um, we're going to take this and we're going to do what we've learnt, flip it on its head, and Sam is going to make himself a monster like the uh, vocal Frankenstein yeah. that he is. Um, <laughs> Done. So, I'm going to ask him a few questions, and you, everybody, can play along at home, answer these questions, and hopefully make yourself a lovely uh, D&D monster, villain, thing, slash, you know, creature... To feature in your games. Oh, he is smooth. I, uh... Right, hit me. What's your first question? Okay, so <clears throat> unlike I think unlike with player characters, when we look at Dungeons and Dragons monsters, um, the thing that can help align them and figuring them out in a way of what you want to do is around the alignment. Okay, so with a player, we know this can change over time and shift. Um, and, you know, it also allows people to, ultimately, if they're having a bit of an off day, just be a bit daft. Um, with a monster, I think it helps a lot with what builds your monster up. 
So, Sam, are we going for a lawful or a chaotic or a neutral monster? Hmm. I was going to say chaotic neutral. Well, you can't Something have you can't just... have both. You've got to have one or the other, mate. Yeah. All right, it's my monster, chaotic. Okay. So, just to break it down, chaotic if that is the case, we're looking at something that actively spreads mayhem, right? Neutral is... Oh, okay. But then neutral. I'm going to go neutral. Yeah, okay. Because ne- neutral is like, I'm just in the woods doing my thing, and then someone's come along and started to, like, got in my territory kind of thing. And then evil is obviously... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, lawful. Okay. Okay, so... Um, Right, so so the implication there is we're talking about a creature that is just floating around in the woods. Are we looking to do, um, or wherever, are we looking to do a big bad style creature, so something that has a huge influence on the world, a sort of squad of little fuckers that you can basically punt through some windows every so often and it makes the, ba- uh, makes the player characters feel like the gods that they think they are, or are we going to go for like an evolutionary range of beings, like a strange Bulbasaur to Venusaur sort of scenario? I think this is a big bad, in as much as it's very powerful, because obviously it is neutral, so it doesn't go out actively trying mm-hmm. to mess people up. Mm-hmm. That said, if you stumble across it and you don't come correct, it's a bad time for all involved. Okay. So then that implicates that its territory could be sort of far-ranging, if that's the case, because it's such a powerful thing or being or creature, um, then there's some influence on there. Where would you find this creature, Sam? I like the idea that you would find this out in the woods, Mm -hmm. in the forests, but also it doesn't... There may be situations where it comes into like small settlements villages hamlets that kind of thing that are often built right up to the lip of thick forests okay so we're sort of thinking old school european um uh rich Mm -hmm. deep historical forests where you know the trees talk to each other kind of fangorn kind of vibes right Yes, yes, yeah, sort of, yeah. We take a little bit of a Germanic twist. Fangorn uh, meets the Black mm-hmm. Forest. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Bangorn. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that might be its name. We haven't decided yet. No, that's fine. That's good. So let's get, on to, let's get on to what this creature looks like because a lot of the time that can kind of control its powers and abilities. So are we going to be... Mm. Are you going to take your influences from things that already exist like a uh, person with the head of a horse and the arms of a cat. You wish it was that simple, Ed. No, no, no. This creature is... Now, because it lurks in the forests, it's very tall. Mm -hmm. Its limbs are very thin. It's kind of like a big stick insect. Quite muscly. And what it does, when it's in its natural habitat of the forest it can stay very still and if you were looking through you know you look through all the trees that are kind of stacked on top of each other or disappearing into the distance it can stand very still and look Mm -hmm. like a tree 
it's kind of barky, okay. barky, mossy coloured. Maybe there is a little bit of moss on it because it hangs out on the, uh, the forest floor, I guess. But it can, its body mm-hmm. at least, has uh, probably six kind of like leg arm type things um, attached to a thin mm-hmm. but very strong flexible body. Its head is kind of like a basilisk in that it has a big mouth that can kind of open right out row upon row upon Mm. row upon row of sharp teeth and what it does is it stands very still it 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 keeps its head up in the canopy because that's by far the biggest bit and then when people walk around it it sort of and just comes down and gets them and either scoops them up into its mouth or fucking just jumps on them Cool, okay, that's nice. That works quite nicely. So we're thinking quite physical in terms of, yes, it's got that camouflage element, mm-hmm. but it's it's very much a physical, huntery type of creature. Not, not that much magically inclined? I mean, I don't think it's particularly magical because it's got that camouflage element, but mm. once you get past that, once this thing reveals itself, it's going to be pretty, not easy to kill, but it's, it's, it's lost its best weapon so to speak okay all right interesting so so no not particularly magical yeah okay so we're talking uh big big bag of hit points kind of thing sort of a uh, a decent chunk of armor because we've got that sort of um chitinous or chitinous um barky exterior right i wouldn't give it that i wouldn't give it that higher hit point okay because it's a camouflaged killer so once you get out in the open Mm. it's kind of like shit I don't want to be it's gonna try and get away and hide okay after it's fed right so extreme speed then mm-hmm. we're gonna go for like a, a 60 yeah. foot um, 60 foot speed sort of environment kind of thing is that would that work quite nicely oh yeah okay interesting yeah because it can sort of whoop, just you can hear it and what it does is one of the nice things it does is it will knock on trees People are like, shh, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Okay. Nothing. And the closer you get. And this is how, when it gets into, like, village setups and mm. hamlets and stuff, it will hide on top of a house and then, in the dead of night, knock the door and then someone answers the door. Hello? And then, yeah, just, just teeth. Done. Yeah, just picks them up and into the gloom. You'll never know it's there. Perfect. Okay. No, that that works quite nicely. Um, right. Let's let's talk about its law. So we've kind of got what it is. How has this being slash thing slash creature come into existence? Are we taking the whole evolutionary tract, or or is there an influence of something else upon its being? Was it once an actual just stick insect that's just had a real bad day? Um, and now there's like <laughs> loads of them around. I like to think that there was once, and I know it, it is a classic trope, at least on this show, a wizard did it. <laughs> I like to think that, yeah, there was some forest-dwelling mad hermit wizard mm. who was experimenting on the creatures of the forest and created one of these things, and then one day 
died and this thing got so big in the jar it bust out ate the wizard obviously mm. and then went out and bred and now there's like more and more and more of them and that was like a few hundred years ago so these things are rare and they stalk the forest but they are all the the machinations i guess mm -hmm. of this one original experiment cool okay um and then is there as we as we had that conversation with the with the trolls about their healing properties and take some trolls blood and then you've got yourself some um, nice healing potions this camouflage element so is this reactive do we see this working like a cuttlefish or is it um <laughs> is it like is it like stick insects i think it's actually more it is more natural this is just how it looks and if you catch one off guard you're gonna see this right 30 to 50 feet worm thing with a giant fucking basilisk head it's just naturally coloured to the trees around it. Uh -huh. So you take this out of its current situation where it grew up or, or where it's acclimatised itself and it's just going to stick out like a bit of a sore thumb. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's still dark in colour. It's still got pretty good camouflage, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's not like it can just react to what's around it. All right. No, that's good. Cool. Okay. Um, do we want to switch this on its head? You can ask me a few questions. I'll see what I can sort of piece together. Oh, finally, actually, because we forgot about this. Mm -hmm. uh, name that monster, Sam. Ooh, a knock-knock uh, stalker. All right, yeah. I like that. A knock-knock stalker. Sounds the, great. The knocks. Yeah, the knock is spelt with a, uh, with a G. Like G-N-O-K-G-N-O-K -O 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 yeah. stalker. Yeah. No, nice because it's like germanic i think that's what they do there i don't know <laughs> call me out if i've if i've got that wrong perfect excellente uh yeah do me do do flip it flip it on his head we'll see if i can figure something out okie dokie so ed mm. first of all alignment what are we going for ah okay um let's go let's go with um Lawful. No. Okay. No, I don't want to do North lawful. Boring. I know. We're, well, lawful is quite <laughs> difficult to do, um, especially because I think lawful a lot of the time is they have to have the concept of what the laws in that area are. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you, you run into a lot of stuff down the road in terms yeah. of how is it thinking. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 specifically, I would say that lawful creatures tend to get messed up with. Uh, Civilizations, and I, I don't think I'm going to go down there. I'm going to, I'm going to choose chaotic, please, Sam. Nice, chaotic, good choice. So, is it a big bad or a swarm? Uh, no, I'm going to go for it's it's neither. I'm going to go for medium, um, hmm. medium annoyance is how I'm going to describe this. <laughs> so like an Ankeg type thing? Uh, yes, a little bit, but with a bit more intelligence going on. Um, yeah, okay. I th yeah. Okay. Uh. That makes sense with the chaotic, because it's kind of got to have to have a bit of drive. It can't just be some blundering creature. Yeah, it exactly. It has to have that sort of get up and go in the morning. Yeah, fair enough. Or by night. Um, where would we find such a terrifying beast, Eduardo? Yeah, um, so let's... I'm going to... Ah, yes, I figured it out. Uh, Shadowfell, Sammy boy. 
We're going to go. Oh, I didn't even think about other planes and stuff. God yeah. damn it, Ed. Okay, cool. You're right, Shadowfell. So we're going to go Shadowfell. Um, but typically in environments where um, a large amount of sadness or hopelessness is felt, which obviously is slightly reflective of the Shadowfell because it kind of takes and drains that um, the, the sort of positive feelings mm -hmm. and that, that sort of mutes everything. But it's... Uh, that's where you would find it. So that's how it would potentially call through to the material plane. Because I was going to ask, does it come across? Is it like, a, does it bleed through? Is it, are we talking like Dementor vibes? Mm. No, I'm thinking, uh, do you know what? I'm going to take my inspiration from a, um, like, a <laughs> like a satyr, right? Or a fawn. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, hang on, which one's what? Which one's what? Satyr or fawn? A fawn. So from a fawn, um, and okay. yeah, obviously those guys are. Hey, I'm gonna fucking play my panpipes and dance around you, but you're under my goddamn spell, and I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. I've, I've tied all your shoelaces together. Um, but this guy <laughs> with human intestines. Yeah, T -T -T. yeah. So this individual is kind of like a weird experimentation and bastardization of that so we're gonna go with take a and and that's kind of given me some influence for the look as well so let's take a human right, right, right. human body right fully formed okay fully formed human body uh let's add you know let's take it uh up the spectrum so it's about 200 pounds um so sort of engorged bulbous over the top and mm -hmm. Instead of where is it fat or is it muscly? No, it's it's is it like jacked or is it? We're going kingpin style, okay? So so looks right, looks overweight, okay. but it's just it, there's there's you know underneath that that sheen Tank. of blood. Yeah, it's it's tanky vibe. Um, and instead of a human head, we're going to give it the head of a oh. What would be weird? What would be really off-putting? I know a frog. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna take a little bit of sladdy vibes and chuck that in there, a little sousson of that. Um mm -hmm. and what arms and legs? Ah, uh, just normal human arms and legs, right? But and then shrink it okay. and then shrink it down. So we'll make it like like a uh, a halfling halfling size, but human proportionate, if that makes sense. Yes. Oh ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. And then but you know, very, very large. Uh, doesn't tend to wear clothes, um, loincloth only, um, and it's kind of like mm -hmm. got its inspiration from that. So uh, now this thing, we're going to go spellcaster, and we're going to go a huge amount of illusion magic. Um, okay. And what it does is it's it works similar to, you know how troops play fucking um, Britney Spears on loop to. Yeah, I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like a psyops type, draw people out yes. or force them to come to you, that kind of thing. Yeah, to get into people's heads. And what this creature does, and this is the reason... Ah, here we go. This is the reason why it's attracted to points of sadness, because it, it similar to that of a Kenku, it can create and uh, record sounds of great sadness of despair oh, so it's big it's big old bullfrog yes that's kind of like it's thing. that's kind of like it's speaker box and brrr. 
Um, Sound pouch. Yes. Uh, and what you might find with these creatures is where, let's say, like um, a mass grave has been dug, or or somebody has has died. Some some you know great poet has died, and loads of people are very sad and upset about it. They'll come out and gather all of those sadnesses and move on, and then and then basically influence that into others in that area. And dependent right, okay. on you know how how long it's been floating around. This could just be like that one pub. Everybody feels really sad and like melancholy when they go there. Or it, now it's that town, or now it's that city, and it just just spreads around out like there. Um, so, what other powers does it have? So, probably a large amount of illusion stuff. I think we'll do we'll do some things where it'll take a special ability. I don't know where it'll be like. Um, bullfrog's bellow, where ultimately it lets out all of this sorrow that's been co- uh, collecting in its um, throat pouch. Yeah. And you have to make wisdom saving throw. Yeah, wisdom or charisma, maybe, um, to remember the happy mm, things in point. life. Uh, and if you don't, if you fail that, um, you take a decent amount of psychic damage. Is probably going to be that's going to be its like little killer move that it does. Um, otherwise, it's mm-hmm. just going to be slam attacks. You know. Um, for you know, Makes big blubbery thing, and it could have some layer actions because obviously it's going to be corrupting and, and taking a moment. I'd probably put this at like a CR, like a CR seven because you don't find that many CR. Ooh, okay. Yeah, low CR, which can kind of mean that you can start introducing those layer actions because I think a lot of the time it's difficult to find some bad guys that you can put that in without it being you're going to get absolutely mm-hmm. caned in this battle. Um, yeah. So that what's its law? Oh shit! Uh, all right. So law-wise, so I'm gonna take. Ooh, imagine because obviously the Feywild and the Shadowfell are reflective of each other. Law-wise, I'm gonna do it in the sense of, let's say, a great Fey being created um, fawns, and a Shadowfell individual was jealous of that and said, "I'm gonna make my own fawns." Your fawns are stupid, uh, and I and I've made these, and they're called Fragorns. That's what they're called. They're called Fragorns. Yeah. Uh, what noise do they make? Come on. Uh, well, I mean, they don't. De- ah! Yeah, exactly. It could just be a like a you know when you hear a child crying and it makes you feel uncomfortable because you, because we're programmed oh, to I go and that. help help kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's literally just that. That's that's oh, the sort of sounds that he makes. The wailing of the Fragorn. Don't go out there! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The wailing of the Fragorn. And that is the uh, one-shot um, title for when you first discover a Fragorn. Oh, I like that. Um, the one-shot title for mine mm. is Knock Knock. Who's there? Doesn't matter. Everyone's dead. <laughs> oh, good. Good, excellent. I'd like to see the subtitle of that one. Or is the subtitle Doesn't Matter, Everyone's Dead? No, 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 that's the whole title. That's the, that's the whole thing. You can... You can... you got to cut it down. You can make it an acronym. It's... I don't know. I didn't probably do that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right, I think with that, let's bring the show to its, um, its usual inevitable end that some of you will be lucky to hear. Mm-hmm. Um... As always, we have been Starter Set. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, 
do uh, leave a comment or share it with others on whatever you wish to do. It helps the show reach out to more people and we really love seeing it when people do do that. So thumbs up from Sam and Ed. Um, You have been our listeners. Roll well. And we will most definitely see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, the teaser there. Scary teaser. A steezer. Ah, bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>